Our next six-table story is called The Wheelchair is a Body Part, just not a very interesting one. It was written and rewritten by James D. Fisher. Readers are Gary Mitchell as narrator, Jim Fisher as Temple, Terry Barber as Alice, and Bruce Peterson as Bartlett. Here is The Wheelchair is a Body Part, just not a very interesting one. A New Year's beginning to begin at Six Table Community College at the hottest time of the year. And in progress is the least favorite ritual for almost all the teachers, a faculty meeting. Mark Temple, a longtime member of the history faculty, is making a hasty retreat from the academic building, seeking some rest at the day's first break. He's used the automatic door opener, something he usually passes up and simply forces his wheelchair out the swinging doors. He's got his, I'm disgusted and don't bother me look, so he's not being bothered when Alice Donovan, the most junior member of the math faculty, comes out. Mark does notice her and tries to adjust his face. Enjoying the show? Well, it's a faculty meeting. I'm not sure enjoying is the right word. (laughs) Speaking of words, you've got to call it in-service so we can pretend it's, you know, professional and all. Well, whatever we call it. I don't think anyone's enjoying the the show. (laughs) All right. Here's the big question. Have you heard anything at all in the first hour of this mess that made any sense at all, except, of course, for the fabulous short course the dean gave on all the latest educable buzzwords. Oh, well, I like this part. Recess was always my favorite part of school. And I sort of enjoyed the part when he introduced us new people. Just because you got a star turn? Please hold the ovation till all the candidates have been announced. I do so believe in modern education and world peace. And being kind to kittens. (laughs) Had me there for a while. Uh, But I'm not sure I'm ready to commit to the cat thing. Um, Hey, I apologize. I listen so little to these meetings that I'm afraid I I didn't even catch your introduction. I'm Alice Donovan. I do math. Nobody's perfect. I'm Mark uh, Temple. I'm history. I know you, Mr. Temple. Well, I truly wonder what the lady means. Surely we haven't met. I'd remember such an occasion. I um, had a good friend who was one of your classmates some time back. I'd ask the name, but if it's more than two weeks back, I'm sure my memory would fail me. A teacher who can't remember names, quite a resume builder. She said the class was memorable. Your friend, uh, what's she up to these days? Student teaching this semester, and has a job already lined up. In math? History. God help her. I hope I didn't participate in her demise. I'm afraid you're guilty. She said her classes at university were a a lot harder, but, but she stuck with it. Yeah, my classes are too damn easy. Have we met? No. Well... I saw you last night at the, you know, the... (laughs) Proper word would be bar, dear lady. I've got to stop drinking to start the semester. How did I miss you? Wallflower. I've got to stop drinking so much. 
Was I embarrassing or anything? I mean, I did uh, drive home. At least my car was there this morning. Minor headache, no nausea. Hey, I'm sorry I didn't see you. Um, the, the people I was with weren't Nobel Prize material, I'll tell you that. The best was a shrink counselor from the mental health center, and he was blowing about chucking it all in and becoming a rock and roll drummer. <laughs> During this speech, Alice has moved closer to Temple. He stops talking. She takes up a comfortable, semi-crouching position beside his wheelchair so that she's looking at him at eye level. I don't do well in groups, you know, loud ones. I did want to meet you, though. Well, here he is. He's old, has a fully grown daughter, divorced for a century or so. Hasn't had much uh, real, uh, oh great, here comes Bartlett. <laughs> Heads up, guys, five minutes or so, and we're back to business. Uh, Ms. Donovan, you've met instructional Dean Bartlett? Oh, goodness, yes, we've met. I chaired the hiring committee for Alice. She's come here from a really fine school, and we're counting on some great things from the math department. Oh, speaking of which, would you agree to serve on the CBC? What's that? Well, the Campus Betterment Committee, I'm sure you'll fit right in. Well, it's okay, I guess. We meet every Friday at 2. I'll get you the bylaws and mission standards and... Oh, my, I better get back. What did I just sign up for? A two-hour meeting with the Dino every week. Good news is that, since it's the Dean's own personal group, you never have to actually do anything... They don't even vote, I hear. It's all done by consensus, don't you know? Mm. I had a few more minutes of freedom. Golly gee, where were... Oh, yeah, I, I was telling you my life story. or Actually, I was avoiding my life story. I'd like to hear it. <laughs> not that much to tell, truth to tell. It's a not very wonderful life. Been here for about a dozen years. It, it's really not a bad place. Even Bartlett has his good points. Don't ask me what they are right now. Just uh, uh, let me be nice for a few minutes. You don't get a lot of practice at that, do you? Alice resumes her eye-level position beside the chair. She steadies herself by placing a hand on a wheel. It's a sexy thing you're doing. Oh, you like that when women kneel before you? <laughs> no, well, yes, but that's not the point. It's kind of a wheelchair thing, you see, the... Uh, the way you're, whatever the verb is, not kneeling, but but where you are. I'm looking at you eye to eye. That doesn't happen all that often. See, usually when I'm talking to someone, I'm... Uh, he raises his head sharply as if in the middle of a room and looking at a far corner. And when they want to talk really seriously, they come closer. And then I'm talking to them doing this. He tilts his head back radically, looking almost straight up. I have this theory that people over six foot could literally tall me to death, just come up close to the chair and shout. I'd snap to attention and break my fool neck. It'd be the perfect crime. So, this is better with me kneeling at your... Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. this is better. You said it was sexy. Uh, sorry, probably overstepped a boundary line then, wheeled right over it. Sorry. Well, you said it. Sexy might not have been the best word. Alice moves a fraction closer, and in the process, she exerts a bit more pressure on the wheel of the chair. Mark takes notice of the gesture. 
Something wrong? No, n- n- not, nothing really wrong. Uh, well, maybe a bit. It, it's a wheelchair thing. Look, um, it, it's a funny thing, but I usually hate it when people actually touch the old chair because usually they're, they're trying to help me, you know. They, they want to guide me or steer me or actually push the thing, and I hate that. I don't need help. It feels like pity. I could move my arm. I don't know. It's like I read something once about it and, and realized that was how I felt. It's kind of like the chair is a part of me, you know, and, and when someone touches the chair, grabs it, it's, it's sort of like... Um, you mean it's like the wheelchair's part of your body and... Well, yeah. And someone shouldn't touch it, you... Unless... Um, yeah. But you don't mind me being here? Uh, not at all. I, <laughs> you think it's sexy? Well, I... <laughs> she abruptly rises, using her contact with the wheel, harshly, to assist herself, jostling the chair a bit in the process. She stands in front of him. My God, you're a piece of work. I, I, I don't understand. Well, Oh, you understand, all right. Or I think you do. You think you're really working the room, don't you? The whole wheelchair is a part of my body spiel. And how often has it worked for you? Here, let me back up a bit so you don't hurt your precious neck. Another body part, after all. But you really don't mind having your precious body touched, do you? God, using a thing like that. How often? Look, look, Alice, uh, Miss Donovan, I, I mean... Uh... Where's this coming from? Truly, if I've offended you somehow, I... Oh, you're offensive, all right. It's just a little amazing how quickly you dive right into it. I really don't know what's bringing all this on. I mean, out of the blue, no no seeming reason. Nothing seemed to be leading let, to... Let me lead to the point. A name? Mary Lou Parker? Ring a bell? I told you back when you weren't listening that I had a friend who took your class, got exposed to your history. She took the class, and you took her with the same pathetic line, parroting your body parts, parading them, and, and you didn't mind it a bit, did you? And you don't care at all what damage you might have, what you might do. And, and yes, don't pretend you don't even. Damage. But but you said your friend, that, that Mary Lou was, was getting ready to graduate and had a job. Yes, but it took her an extra year. Well, it often works that way these days. Five years instead of four, you know, get, get through college. Uh, teacher education is more rigorous these days. And, uh, <laughs> My God. Now you're buzz-babbling word guy. You ought to be an administrator. And you know, your friend and I were, well, a... a thing there for a while so I, uh... oh how sweet mary lou was a thing and when you finished with a little thing what you just throw it away dispose of the thing once it's all used up look, and... look lou, lou and i came to realize that our relationship was probably not going anywhere that it might have been seen as inappropriate maybe the teacher student thing and and yes, I'm I'm sorry about the thing word. I'm sorry about the word. I mean, she wasn't actually in my class when we... When uh, you slept with her? For two or three months? Or maybe we should say for a semester or two. And, and then it came to graduation, eh? 
Time to move on. Mary Lou moved on to university, and it, it seemed the right time to, for both of us to move on. But she wasn't moving on too steadily, was she? And, and don't even pretend like you don't know what I'm saying. I am saying that you taught her about her body parts, all right. And you taught her a hell of a lot about being a drunk, too. Is that why it's so easy, to, so logical to move on? One drunk gets tired of sleeping with another drunk? Hey, look, she wasn't... Lou was no child. I was not corrupting the morals of a teenager. I, I, she was 25 or something. And how old were you? Doesn't matter. Um, we were adults, both of us. We, we knew what we were doing, and yes, we used alcohol. Adults do that, too. Alice has been riffling through her purse. She finds what she's been looking for, a photograph, which she shoves toward Temple's face. Thank God. It, it, is, is that her, Lou? Oh, yeah. Alcohol's not a very good beauty cream, is it? She drank a lot. She drank all the time for six months and spent another six months in hell drying out. And one thing more, Mary Lou said that after the gin cloud cleared, she realized that you hadn't been all that hot in bed either. Oh, no, it had nothing to do with the wheelchair. She said it came clear that you don't know how to, how to love. Dean Bartlett has approached and has been paying some attention. Everything okay here? Uh, yeah. Well, we're going to get back to the meeting in a few minutes. Uh, if there's anything I can do for you too. No, I thought it through about this for a long time. I can let it be. I hope this one can too. And don't say anything, damn it. Mary Lou didn't talk for nearly, she didn't speak for nearly two weeks at one point. So you can just shut up for two minutes. You're probably already right now in getting, getting on with your life and all. And that's probably the way it should be. So just shut up. She couldn't speak because, because she tried to cut her throat. And the damage wasn't permanent, and she's fine now. But I can see the scar right here. The scar you put there. So just shut up. I can move on, and I can get involved here at Six Table. The Betterment Committee will, will be a good thing. A good thing to help forget, I hope. And I will forget. Not sure I will forgive. But I'll try my damnedest to forget. And it won't be easy for me as for... <laughs> and as for the famous wheelchair guy. But forgettingly be the best way back to normalty? Hmm. Shut up. I'm going back in. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? Mark, are you all right? I, I really don't know. Are you up to um, more faculty meetings? I mean, in-service stuff. I mean, if you need to take a little time... Oh, to... heavens no. I love these little confabs. Call them what you will. I wish we had them more often. Oh, yeah. 
I'll see what I can do about that. Uh, maybe every week. I wish I knew you were kidding. Not to change the subject, but did, did you know about all this? Well, most of it, Mark. I, I told you I was on the hiring committee. We talked. I interviewed her in committee and after. And she talked to you about me? Yeah. And you hired her? Mark, I'm convinced she's going to be a good teacher for us. And I think we'll be good for her, too. And me? Mr. Temple, you're already a good teacher. A damn fine one. You want to know more about me and uh, the, the, the girl? It's my understanding she wasn't exactly a girl, but a student. In your class? For, for a part, the, the, the first part. Were you... While she was in your class, did you... Sir, I, honestly, I mean, assuming you're talking about actual sex. Look, I didn't keep a diary, but no, not while. I didn't, say, I, I, I didn't prey on her. I didn't even really seduce her. Mark, no one's saying that. <laughs> Hell, that one, she is. Look, she's upset. She's been carrying this around for quite a while, but I believe she can... Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> you think she can just do that? It's part of the deal, Mark. Deal? I told you, we talked quite extensively, face-to-face, -face, heart to heart. I wanted to be absolutely convinced that this history wouldn't keep her from succeeding here. Mark, she's going to be really good. She already is. We're very fortunate that she wants to be at Six Table. When she does, she knows why we exist here, and she's going to be really good for our students. But you know, she's going to keep this knife handy for me, right? Mark, the knife's back in the drawer, and it'll stay there. That's the deal. She said she wanted to slap you real hard one time and then stay the hell away from you. That was a pretty good slap there. And you deserved it. I think so too. And we, the school, we deserve to have good people here. We need them, people like her. And we need to hold on to good people like you. And so I told her she could have that slap one time. I'm glad she took the initiative and got it done early. And uh, Dean Bartlett, you're convinced she'll uh, let it be. Mark, if she doesn't, I'll fire her. Well, she's a big girl. She knows she's probationary. In the first three years, we can let her go for any reason or no reason. It was just not rehire. You went through the same thing. Look, don't tell anyone I said this, but if I had to choose... Today or the next three years, between Alice and you, I'd choose you. I have, and she knows it. Let it be. Sir, I, I'm uh, going to try real hard. And just to get the semester off right, uh, Mr. Temple, remember, you owe me some paperwork from summer term, attendance figures. Uh, <laughs> stuff will be on your desk by Friday. Uh, Dean Bartlett... Uh, Don, you're a good man. It's my job, and you're my friend, usually. And I'm tr just trying to make our faculty stronger. It's what I do. They share a firm handshake. 
As they head back to the entrance, the dean tries to hold the door open for the wheelchair. The teacher adroitly avoids the move, fairly forcing the administrator to awkwardly enter alone. After a moment, Temple makes his own way into the building. <laughs>